Welcome to the Avanti Woman Podcast. With each episode, each conversation, we aim to empower, connect, and build women to move forward, feel confident, and thrive in healthcare, finance, entrepreneurship, and philanthropy. We're glad you're here. Hello, friends and everyone. I'm Nairi here with my colleague, co-host Sarah Sitak, and welcome to the Avanti Woman podcast. Our topic of discussion today is burnout. Yep, that's right, burnout. Sound familiar? I'm sure it does to millions of you. Definitely does. actually a very, very personal one for me. In fact, less than a month ago, I was very deeply entangled and going through this phase myself. I was totally burnt out and uh, hanging to life by my last thread. I was miserable, extremely exhausted, depleted. I had nothing to give to anyone or myself. I was extremely reactive and at the same time, numb. It was definitely a scary place to be for me, and I knew that I needed immediate intervention. And that is when I made an emotional and abrupt decision. I called Sarah and said, we're having a podcast session dedicated entirely to this topic, because I knew now two years into the pandemic that I was probably just one of the statistics. So I reached out to the Avedian Counseling Center and got connected with our guest speaker, the wonderful, vivacious, awesome Angelica Churchian. I'll give a short background about this wonderful woman and the rest you shall see for yourselves. From a young age, Angelica found herself to be fascinated by the intricate ways of the human mind, which grew her passion for psychology. This led her to pursue a career in marriage and family therapy. Angelica earned her bachelor's in psychology from California State University, Northridge, and her master's in clinical psychology with an emphasis in marriage and family therapy from Pepperdine University. Throughout her career, Angelica has volunteered for nonprofit organizations by providing mental health services to children with behavioral challenges and providing therapy to individuals suffering from transgenerational trauma. Her mission is to use all her knowledge, expertise, and most importantly, her caring and compassionate heart to create a path towards the enrichment of her clients' lives. Angelica, we're so happy to have you here with us on the show. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for reaching out and and having me. I'm super excited and I'm hoping that, you know, this podcast can really help women um, in all walks of their lives. Absolutely. So um, let's start by the obvious question. What is burnout? How does one know that they're burnt out? Yeah. And, and Nairi, you actually like said it very well yourself. You used words like depletion and exhausted and nothing to give. And that is ultimately what burnout is. It's it's not stress. It's not depressed. So I don't feel like doing this. Um, I have too much on my plate. How am I going to do this? But you end up doing it. It's none of that. Burnout is pretty much chronic stress that goes unmanaged and 
and you're just you're stuck you're done you almost feel like you don't care that's what burnout is and and you the words you use you said you have nothing to give and and that's an important factor to, to look out for when trying to figure out what is burnout so very angelica true. yeah well, I'm, I'm really excited about this topic as well. Um, I'm sure just like a lot of our listeners are. But now you said it's chronic stress. I think a lot of us, especially with these last two years, can say, well, I've, I've been in chronic stress. Um, you know, what are... <laughs> right, um, Understatement. Our, right. You and I, Nidi, have talked about it all the time, right? Every time we go for yeah. a walk, we're like, oh, I'm, you know, I've got a lot going on. So, but what does it really look like? How is it different um, from regular stress? What are the triggers? T tell us more about it, Angela. Well, the thing with stress is, is stress is normal to a certain degree. Stress is actually important in our lives. And people, when they hear the word stress, they get scared, right? Because stress mm -hmm. is a heart oh, disease, yeah. right? Uh, because too much cortisol in our system. But stress is also, also like motivational, right? Like the stress is what ignites us to kind of do the things we need to do in our life. So it's kind of a kickstarts um, our motivation and makes us want to do better. But when stress becomes overwhelming, and it can be overwhelming, but we're still functioning. But if we're not managing, and we keep we're constantly in a state of overwhelming stress without management, then that's what's going to lead us to then go into the phase of burnout. So we often struggle with management of stress. If we have, the stress is inevitable. Like no matter what age, there's a stress related to your age range. There's a stress related to your socioeconomic status. Doesn't matter. Stress is inevitable. Burnout is preventable. So that's like an important thing to note that we can manage our stress. Burnout, you know, we can definitely prevent that from happening. So that, that's a very point you brought up, Angelica. Uh, and, and again, from my personal experience, the question I want to ask is, how do I deal with it so I'm not on the verge of collapse? Because that's what happened to me. I waited too, too long. So how, what kind of interventions? How do we deal with it as, you know, it's building up? How do we know? And you, you said it, you're like, I waited way too long. And that's, that's exactly what it is. It's People who are high achievers, the go-getters, the goal-oriented people, like they thrive in stress. Mm -hmm. And almost like if they're not stressed out, they feel very unproductive. Mm -hmm. So, so people true. who guilty, dread, oh, right? Yeah. Can you relate to oh, that? Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you relate yeah. to that, Sarah? <laughs> oh, gosh. If I sit down for a little bit, I'm like, what am I? I'm lazy. And it's like, no, I need this time. Yeah. But, but mm -hmm. I, let's go back to the question because I think Nighty asked a really good question. Yeah. Yeah, and you you said it yourself, sir, the word I'm lazy. Like, <laughs> yeah. Little thoughts that come into our head because people who are high achievers and um, like I said, our goal getters, they really thrive in these stressful situations, but that's very short term. So these mm -hmm. people are very much more likely to burn out because they're like pretty much like working really intensely and then they're like intense, 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 and then that short break even is very triggering. It's, it's a very awkward place to be in. Oh, yeah. So, so prevention to that is, well, one thing I've noticed is 
and we were just working in like the nonprofits, agencies, corporate, um, private practice, I've noticed people don't use their even paid time off. People don't use their sick time. Um, it's almost like a judgment. We feel, yeah, we, people don't, they actually feel very excited when they're like, yeah, 80 hours of paid time off. They're like, yeah, hundred hours of sick time. And you're like, but have you used any? No, why would I use it? And there's a big judgment around that. Like judgment for yourself, judgment from like your employer. Like, I don't, if I go for one day, what are they going to do? They can't like, they can't function without me. So we let our paid time off slide. We let our sick time slide. Um, We take on a lot of more obligations that we can because Mm -hmm. we're that go-getter. We need to make it happen. We have to be the mom. We have to be the business owner. We have to be the friend, the the wife, all of that. And and it works until it doesn't, right? Right. It's like, I got this. So when you look back and you're like, wait, why am I saying this? You almost feel bad about yourself. You're like, what's wrong with me? Because we're on such high pressure intensity that when it's like it's time to like simmer down, it's not a it's not a um, it's very foreign. Yeah, so it's like people just go from like stress unmanageable to then burnout because there's no time to just make your lifestyle isn't allowing you to prevent the burnout. Well, that's true so- because you know you're in the you know you're basically it's like tennis balls being thrown at you nonstop and you're in just survival mode with adrenaline, just trying to deal with, and, and then this, and then that, you know, it never stops. So how do you stop? Yeah. And so in a game like that, like if, if tennis balls are being thrown at us in a game in life, we can take a time out and they do that in games. And, and in life we do, we need to take these times out, the, the time out and boundaries is something that, people lack women lack we don't like when people set boundaries with us we don't like setting boundaries with other people but our personal boundaries are going to be the most important set so Mm -hmm. so a simple example is I know a lot of people I'm a I'm guilty of it myself is picking up my phone after hours you know time collection answer emails we all do it yeah all guilty But that's a very small, you think it's harmless, not a big deal. Right. It's quick. Let me just say it. Like, I know the answer. I'm just going to say it really right. quickly. You know, right. and you say it and then, but that becomes a habit, right? It becomes a that's lifestyle. Right. Yes. So, oh, so, yeah. Yeah. And, and that, of course, then is going to lead, that lifestyle is going to lead to burnout because that one email today, a few emails there, calls there, texts here and there is, we're setting ourselves up for failure. You know, when I say feel like we're like going to be checked out and be done. Yeah. So Angelica, I'm assuming like a lot of things in life, we don't go from a wonderful balanced life to burnout immediately. Right. We kind of go through these phases and and so forth and stages. Is there such a thing for burnout? Um, And if so, can you tell us a little about that? Yeah, and and burnout does come in stages because it is a it's our it's our, how our lifestyle is gonna lead to that. So any by the way we eat, the type of smoking, drinking, exercising, right? These are all we don't just randomly become sick one day, right? It's our lifestyle led us to be to become you know having these health issues. Same with our mental health. Um, so the initially like again like the high achievers or people who you know, really want to just make things happen and who are productive, they're thriving in the honeymoon stage. 
they're they're committed they're motivated they're excited and and they're getting stuff done which that's addicting you like getting stuff done one check oh, yeah. off the list you're like amazing I can do my other thing off the list so honeymoon stage is great well we it's, you know and same like a marriage like the first few months few years you're like this is wonderful and then you realize all the stresses of, of life get to play and different type of commitments now need to come into play mm. so so relating it to burnout is if you're like high energy optimistic stress is going to come it's inevitable like I mentioned that um, any type of stress is gonna is gonna come our way so depending on how you manage stress um, you'll either experience it mentally physically or behaviorally so it depends on you uh, depends on your culture how you're gonna how you're gonna um, notice that stress in your life and this can look like having a hard time concentrating right we think it's something simple like why am I like not concentrating but in reality like that's a small symptom small right but in the big grand scheme of things it's one of the things that we could have looked out for um these are like we start procrastinating we're not as productive as we want to be um so those are some of like the the more mental mental symptoms you would notice so this is like stage two where you're like the onset of stress you're noticing these Mm -hmm. things in regards to physical like you don't really have too much excitement doing the things you once loved you know, so mm-hmm. if you're like going to go, you like going to Starbucks with your girlfriends, you're like, oh, okay, I can skip out on this Sunday. It's fine. Whatever. You know, you're kind of like, eh, oh, I, can, I can relate to that. Yes. Yeah, nothing too intense. No, nothing you know, too intense, like, but yeah, it's not as exciting anymore. It's not, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Yeah. And once that, and once the stress um, occurs more frequently and we're still in a productive mindset, that already we start having the low self-esteem starts coming and play. Why am I like this? Why am I doing this? Mm. Do you guys see the connection between then if we're not totally. doing things we'd normally do? Oh yeah. I mean, Angelica, while you're explaining and share with us, I'm actually seeing it in my head. Oh gosh. I remember when I felt this way and, mm-hmm. and when, when that happened. So. Yeah. And, and, and that then, turns into something else right so that's just the onset of stress that's just the small things here and there and then that's going to lead to then chronic stress and chronic stress is when we have more frequent stressors and the pressure is on and when the pressure is on then we notice a difference in our relationships so the onset of stress it's not doesn't really affect too many of the people around us it's mainly us we get like we don't feel too good about ourselves we don't want to like do much work we don't have a we don't want to focus but the chronic stress, it starts affecting our relationships where we start kind of isolating. So that not going to Starbucks on Sundays with your friends turns into, well, I'm, I haven't been there for about like two months. And yeah. you're like, wait, I haven't, like, that's like, you're not totally. doing it. Um, you lash out, you become more irritable. Um, angry. Yeah, angry. We don't want to yeah. do anything fun. Even fun things get annoying. Or when people are having fun, we're almost annoyed of them. Like, you yeah. don't understand them <laughs> that's yeah. when you stop looking at instagram and everyone's <laughs> posts so much oh my god totally it. totally yeah. That, yeah like those are the small things that we don't really like pay attention to like why am i getting annoyed at this like it has nothing yeah. to do with me but we just get annoyed it's an irritable and and some things that you can notice in this that's going to be different than the onset of stressors is during the chronic stress phase you kind of show up late to work you almost take these, you don't take paid time off to chill. You almost like just say, I don't care. I'm not going to work today. 
It's yeah, not it's a different it's, mind. So it's a different yes. mindset of mm-hmm. why you're taking the time off. It's yeah, not yeah. because you're enjoying it. It's more like, I don't care anymore. Yep. Is that what you said? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Oh, Nighty, are we relating to any of this? <laughs> oh my God. This is, this is so close to home. Yeah. Yeah. And so after the, I don't care anymore, kind of conversations that you have, what happens after that? So this is the time where work doesn't become a priority. And again, the guilt starts coming into play. They're like, I have so much to do, but I don't want to do it. So this, this chronic phase, this chronic stress phase, once, once we don't like, this is the part where like, okay, like we got to take care of it here. And most times people don't cause they get stuck. They get stuck in that mindset and they don't, mm-hmm. they don't even realize that it's burnout too, right? They think I'm just so stressed at work. I give up. I don't want to do anything, but, but it's not that this is then going to lead to the burnout phase. And this is when our physical and mental health look a lot different than the first three stages. So this is where our functioning gets into play. Our daily functioning is at risk these are the people who like don't even care if you take a shower or not brush my teeth whatever my hair is not that oily it's fine I don't need to like comb it out today this is where you start stop caring um and anxiety is very high in this stage extremely yes actually I thought in my case I thought I was going to have a heart attack any minute yep it just felt that way yep you're like in chronic like your fight or flight is constantly Mm -hmm. on but you're doing nothing you know, just at a resting state, you're just feeling um, anxious and you start obsessing, ruminating, thinking about all the things that you could have done, should have done in the previous stages. Um, and this is where, which then is going to lead to guilt, which then is going to lead to depression. It's kind of like, it makes a, a whole circle. Wow. So this is definitely burnout, definitely then leads to depression. That's how it ends. I and see. once you get stuck there, Burnout's not even going to be something that you're going to focus on. It's like, wait, how am I going to now get you out of the depression, get you out of the anxiety? And we're going to start changing our lifestyle. Because if someone then is in depression mode, getting them motivated to want to change is not going to be easy. But in burnout, getting them to be motivated is easier. But once you're depressed, because the depression symptoms are, are literally like lack of pleasure, guilt, shame, mm-hmm. low self-esteem, all of that. And Getting out of that is going to be harder than, than burnout. Burnout, you can see the signs. You're like, okay, okay. I have to do right. all of this. Boom, boom, boom. You're like, okay, cool. I'm good. You notice you're like, okay, your mm-hmm. life's back on track. But depression, you go in. We have to first take you out of that. And then and then once we, once we tackle that on, we have to do some lifestyle changes. Yeah. So, you know, this is the second year we're in tw- the end of second year in the pandemic. And I read an article last night that said that um, they did a survey in 2020 and they attributed 40 percent of the burnouts at work directly to the pandemic. So where are we now with that? And is this a normal thing or is it how does that, you know, being in a world of uncertainty, how does how does play how does that play in in the um, burnout phase? Yeah, definitely, and that's I'm I'm glad that you saw that article because that is true. So burnout is not normal. Stress is normal, and that's one thing that people should really um, know, like really have that ingrained in their mind that once you're noticing the burnout, 
like get out. <laughs> like we have to do different coping skills. We have to bring life back in love and life back into our you know everyday lifestyle. So so with the pandemic, right? It it all does all that uncertainty gives us chronic anxiety, right? What's what does uncertain when we're in, when we're uncertain about things? Anxiety is what happens. We're restless. We have excessive worries. And we're overthinking, overanalyzing, trying to put the pieces together, right? That's mm-hmm. what anxiety does. If things don't make sense, we're trying to make it make sense, but that we just kind of like, we're like chasing our tail. It's, it's never ending. Right. So, so given kind of knowing the uncertainty of, of the world and our jobs and our income, our family, our kids, their schooling, all of that, it's going to it's going to take a toll on our mental health. So really identifying that stress is manageable. Burnout is something that that the stress is going to lead to the burnout. And that's going to be a hard place for us to um, to, to, to come out of. But there's hope, right? So so with all of this, there's hope. So um, I don't want this to give the impression that like it's a dead end, you're doomed. You're not. Right. So right. a lot of things that I've noticed people have done in the pandemic in this past two years was a lot of self-care. Oddly enough, mm-hmm. like, like I was very surprised people are making the, their, um, I remember like so many trends going on. People were baking, people were doing fun activities. Right. They want to be really creative. Their kids were at home. What else were they going to do? Right. They spent a right. lot of quality time doing creative things, thinking outside the box, going for walks. Um, so on one end, it was kind of um, people, um, they were not stressed, um, a different kind of stress, right? In that sense, they were more creative, they were home, they got to do things that they never got to do before. Mm-hmm. And then the, on the other end, the, the fear of, of COVID and the fear of the unknown was probably one of the bigger symptoms that led to most people, you know, having burnout. Yeah. So, I mean, it's nice to hear, uh, Angelica, that, you know, stress is normal and, uh, you know, some of it that is good for us Mm -hmm. and um, some degree of burnout is normal as well. Um, But if you were, and I know you talked about it, so maybe it's a little bit of my question is a little bit of a repeat. Okay. When I'm in the different phases and stages that you just shared with us, when do I go? oh, I need at this, I better get help, you know? Yeah, interventions. Um, yeah. And, and, and recognizing that because Nighty and I, we're, we're doers, we like to get things done, I feel good about it. And then sometimes it leads into stress. And then Nighty shared, you know, her experience. And I, you know, I'm actually trying to say, gosh, what phase am I in? I know I felt it, especially at the height of COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, but when do I go, I need help. I need somebody to just help me out of this. And, and what does that look like? So, so there's a fifth stage to this as okay. well. The fourth stage okay. was the burnout, but then we get into habitual burnout. And that habitual okay. burnout is that if we don't address burnout at this point, so, we, so we're getting the anxiety, we're having the depression symptoms, not, we're not, you don't meet criteria to be diagnosed, but you have the symptoms all there. If it's not taking care of in the fourth phase, then you're going to get into the fifth phase, which is going to be the habitual burnout. And, and at this point, you enter the depression and the, and the anxiety. So it's no longer going to be burnout. So I just want to make that note. So once you reach already where you're like, this isn't burnout, the symptoms, because the symptoms aren't going to be the same, 
right? Then you're going to have the symptoms of depression and anxiety. So, so if you can, and if, you know, it's going to be hard, but to start being more mindful and having awareness of when you are doing things that are not usually like your own, you know, part of your daily behavior. Like if you notice, like you slacked off a little bit in a project that you really enjoy, or you like working out and you only worked out, you know, half of the time you normally would, paying attention to the things that you kind of feel meh about, like, eh, whatever, like I won't do this. So the eh feeling, the meh feeling, pay attention to that because that's okay. gives a lot of signal. You know, and when we say it to ourselves too, right? Like when we're talking to our friends, like, oh, like I don't really feel like it, like that, oh, that thought, that feeling we get, um, pay attention to that because okay, that speaks volume, even though we think it doesn't. Mm-hmm. So basically, if you were to give pointers mm-hmm. to people, um, how to actually prevent getting to the last stage of burnout throughout that journey of the phases, like Sarah mentioned, um, some activities to engage in would be, as you said, be more mindful. I can say, turn off your phone after a certain time. And actually, that is one thing that saved me for a whole week. I divorced my phone. I divorced the internet. I divorced information technology. And it brought on peace. It, my, my brain was so overly stimulated. And it just began to finally delete all the junk. Yeah. Exercise, eating healthy, and getting plenty of sleep. So what are your suggestions, Angelica, these, you know, specific pointers for our audience? You just named some of um, like really good ones. So the phone is a big deal. That's constant stimuli. Second, we wake up like that's already stressed seeing like 10 emails, 20 emails that in and of itself is going to start that that lifestyle Mm -hmm. habit that's going to lead to burnout. But you mentioned really good ones. So I may be a little biased, but therapy for sure with or without Mm -hmm. burnout, you know, um, Everybody needs their own safe space, um, mm-hmm. that one hour a week to talk only about them. It's all attention is on you. And you have that therapist or that clinician who's going to give you undivided attention, who is non-judgmental, who's not going to be biased and is going to, you know, guide you. So yeah. therapy with or without stress is, is going to be a really important tool to have. Um, kind of like you know go to the therapist have a cleansing session where you're just dumping all the junk out and then you know you just go back to your routine exactly definitely so you totally like you can totally go and emotionally dump on them that's their that's their whole job is is to retrieve and and then give you back pointers of okay after everything you said these are the themes i noticed and if and you want some because your friends aren't going to notice these themes. Your husband, your girlfriend, your your siblings, they're not going to notice these themes. You need a, a professional who catches the certain words you see and notices the theme of your life and how to help you specifically manage um, based on, you know, your personality, your style. So, so therapy for sure is going to be a great, great tool to have. Um, so setting boundaries with yourself, mm. setting boundaries with your kids, with your colleagues, with your employers, so things like, um, thank you for thinking of me for this project. I can't do this at this time. You know, and these are words that people like we're really scared to say. We have a lot of anxiety saying no to people. You know? yeah. so, so no should be your friend, right? Um, not be scared of it. Um, learn to say no. Mm-hmm. Learn to say no. Yeah. And you notice the more you say no to people and not no is like 
not know in a rude way or a defensive right. way, but, but really assessing, is this something that I can do? If it is, by all means, go and do it. But if you, if you realize it's going to take time and energy from your life and you're noticing, well, I'm a little bit like, I have like 50% left in the day. Can I really dedicate 24% more to this person? Because by the end of the day, you're going to have only 25% left. And then right. what's going to happen? You know, so setting boundaries is going to be really important with yourself um, and saying no to people. And that's okay to say no. Um, and definitely something that people, I, I wish more people talked about was if your job is giving you days off, take it, get them right. to taking time off, whether it's like, and, and paying attention to, are you even judging yourself? when you put in that submitting request, you know, some people submit requests and like, I'm so sorry, I have to take the day off. It's my grandma's funeral, but I'll be back. Like I just need three hours. And you're like, just take the whole day. Like it's like people even try to overcompensate for going to something Mm -hmm. as important as a funeral. So, um, so, and the big vacations, they're great, but you need a little mini vacations, even if it's one day watching TV all by yourself to, I don't know, taking a day trip somewhere to not even doing anything, taking those mini vacations. Because once, if you go on a big vacation to be like, oh, I'm going to unwind for seven days, but the damage was done way before that. So that's seven days, you know, you're still going to be on your phone. You're still going to, you know, not be totally checked out. Maybe you will, but, but yes, taking advantage of your sick time, right? Because mental health is considered like a sick time. That's right? Right. taking those yeah. days off. You have it for a reason. You work hard for it. So um, that's a big I, I like I like your suggestions, Angelica, and um, and I like the idea of the mini vacations. Um, you know, from time to time we try it. Mm-hmm. I feel like I just need it more often. Yes, <laughs> myself. I agree. Um, and again, don't take your phone with you on vacation. I mean, take it right. with you. Keep it in the safe. Lock it up. Yep. Right. And sure. and just be. You know, be in the moment without the the crazy stimuli constantly bombarding at you and that's the biggest part of our stress yeah yeah and i and i think it's an exercise and practice of saying no you know in a kind and gentle way and even to your Mm -hmm. kids which is the hardest um i'm sure for a a lot of parents but it's something we have to do especially coming you know, uh, having experienced the height of COVID and always being together and and all of that. But um, these are excellent tips. So thank you very much for sharing those. Yeah, of course. That's great. Any any last words of wisdom to our audience from you? An important thing I would I would want to note is that a problem becomes a problem when it starts interfering with your daily functioning tasks of daily living so Mm -hmm. that's what I would want to know like anxiety you know everybody has anxiety you know Mm -hmm. but if it isn't impacting your daily functioning then you're doing something right figure out what it is and keep doing it so you're coping at some point in the day you're doing something that's helping you manage but once you notice the um the isolating the low self-esteem the guilt all of that um is getting in the way of your daily functioning, that's a red flag. So, so pay attention. What is the tasks of everyday living? And if, if your mental health, your behavior, your mindset, your physical symptoms are interfering, like even a headache, like if you're having more headaches than normal. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. 
You know, yeah. if you have a headache that you don't want to turn on your computer, you might have a migraine, red flag. You know, right. so pay attention to problems because a problem becomes a true problem when it interferes with your daily functioning. So, so paying attention to that would be something that that I it helped me a lot and and a lot of the people my colleagues and my friends and recognizing that has helped many people I know and I hope that you know the listeners can take that away for their own that's awesome well yeah that's awesome Angelica Uh, thank you for the tips Sarah any last words no, I, I really love this. Uh, thank you, Angelica. You gave us a lot to think about um, and with your tips and what to recognize. So thank you very much for sharing your wisdom and your experience. Wonderful. Uh, so for those of you watching on YouTube, you can see Angelica's information and how to reach her on the screen. And for those, for those of you listening on the podcast, we highly encourage you to visit our YouTube channel, you know, watch this again on YouTube, but I will let you know that to reach out to Angelica, you can visit www.avedian.counselingcenter.com. You can call them at 818-326-4212, or you can visit their Instagram account at the Healing Corner. Fabulous. So thank you so much, Angelica, for a wonderful session. And my advice to myself first, because remember, we're constantly in the practice mode. We have to constantly practice being mindful or whatnot. So my advice to myself first and to everyone listening in is be kind to yourselves, love yourselves, take care of yourselves first, Fill up your cup so you can be of use in this world. The other way never works. Thank you so much. Thank you. Amazing. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today. For more engagement, you can find us at The Avanti Woman on all social and media platforms. Follow us on Instagram. Join our community group on Facebook to chat. Subscribe to our YouTube for our latest videos. You can rate us five stars on Spotify and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Thank you for helping us reach even more Avanti women just like you.